I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. Let's do this. Uh, I understand we have Dr. Peter Michalos on, uh, one of our in-house genius, and he maybe he has some revelations for us today. Good morning, Dr. Peter. I hope you, you had a good weekend. I'd, I had at least two or three meals with you. Yeah, it was uh, great, and uh, we celebrate Labor Day in the United States of America. And just to remind our audiences of the history, because a lot of times we talk about these holidays and uh, we forget their history. And back in 1894, President Grover Cleveland signed uh, signed the uh, law that made us uh, made it a national holiday. And it all started because of the riots that happened in the Haymarket region in Chicago between police and uh, labor, and they were demanding an eight-hour workday. And that is the history of how it all started with Labor Day. And it represents... Well, well, the, well uh, now they're uh, demanding a three-day work week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now it represents... No, it's a no-labor day work. No la- <laughs> they want no labor day, no labor, and they want to get paid double. I want a bonus. <laughs> I want a bonus. <laughs> But it represents, you know, the contribution of labor to American strength, prosperity, and safety. And that's how we won World War II, because everyone got together and people worked hard. But something interesting to tie into labor is that the Brookings Institute estimates that 4.5 million people now are suffering from long-haul COVID, and they're out of work. That's one in eight people. And, it's you know, it's a real thing. And these uh, people who don't get treated right away or thought, COVID is no big deal or and didn't get vaccinated or don't go for treatment if uh, even if they are vaccinated or unvaccinated. They're suffering from things like the lung problems where after COVID you get this scarring and inflammation in the lungs and they're having breathing problems. They're having these tingling and neurological problems. They're having uh, problems with uh, concentration because it's just like the herpes virus hides inside nerve endings. It seems that the coronavirus has the ability it goes up through your nose, and that's why you lose sense of smell with the early form, and it gets into nerves. So this is a real thing that four and a half million people are out of work because they're having medical problems, and we have record number of people in the United States that are filing for disability. And this is happening now worldwide, and it's affecting the workforce, and it's resulting in labor shortages. So people don't talk about it. People keep talking about it having checks, you know, but that's all well, quieted down. Dr. Mikolos, this is Andrew Giuliani. You know, one of the things, though, that I, I would like to ask about is, do you think the natural immunity should be considered uh, when you're talking about the vaccine like this? Because to me, it, it, it can be an overload of antibodies. Now, obviously, you're the doctor. You understand this better than I do. But I worry about kind of younger people uh, being overloaded with this when they might already still have natural immunity. Do you see that as well? Well, you'd have to really measure uh, titers to see what's going right. on. I think just like when you go to school, uh, when we went to school, they asked us for our immunity cards and our titers to rubella, our titers to measles. We need to have a better testing method where, for example, I think with hospital workers who were exposed, 
and didn't want to get a vaccine, they should have allowed them to have a blood test that would show their antibody levels to COVID and say, okay, you've got super high levels of antibodies, please continue to work. Instead, we lost thousands of people. For Terrible. Example, one hospital system on Long Island. No, but I'll tell you my opinion. If the doctor likes you, he's going to prescribe antibodies. If the doctor doesn't like you and just a, just an ordinary patient, he's going to do Tylenol. Something like that was done to a friend of ours over the week, uh, over the last few weeks. And Dr. Michalos, you lost one of your friends that, that didn't take the, uh, your advice, you know, no names mentioned, didn't take your advice in antibodies, and he died at the age of 62, I understand. Yeah, there are a couple people like that, even early on in the pandemic. People who refused to get treatment uh, had problems. And I tell all our audience, when you test positive, you know, there there is access to these things. There are private infusion centers. You can just Google it, and they just in Florida they even come to your house and they give you the IV beltamivir, the Eli Lilly that works great against the Omicron. The thing is that it caps the spike protein, which is like a little key that enters your cell. So it's like a rubber that caps it and it prevents it from entering. So the trick is early on the same thing with the flu. If you take Tamiflu the first seventy two hours, you can knock out the flu. The same thing with you know, some of the uh, oral antivirals use, being used in other parts of the world, not necessarily, you know, some of them that we have here where we're seeing rebound cases, but there's one called Avigan, the Vifavir, that's available in 17 countries. They're using it in Russia, in Turkey, in Singapore, in Vietnam. Even in Greece, they had it, uh, and that, that it blocks virus. It's an original antiviral pill for flu that was uh, discovered by uh, the Japanese, and uh, there are other treatments around the world that are working, and uh, hopefully we'll get more of them here in the United States. And the other great thing is that you can actually get ready-made antibodies if you're immune-compromised and they don't think you should take the vaccine called Evushield, and basically you get ready-made antibodies put in your system and you get five to six months of protection. And I think that should be something that's offered to people who are afraid of uh, mRNA vaccines and have a, a vaccine Doctor, uh, adverse. It's, uh, it's Richard Weinberg. I want to ask you this question. They keep talking about long-haul COVID, and you said about those 4 million-plus people who are suffering from it. Is there a treatment for that? Well, there are long-haul COVID treatment centers, and basically there's... It kills your heart if you don't take care of it. Well, there, well, there, there are... See, I can say are, that. He can't say it. I can say it. Well... Like, for example, they found glutathione, which is an antioxidant. They found it to be very low in all these people who had COVID or people end up hospitalized with COVID. So one of the treatments they give people, again, talk to your doctor about it. But I know that the long-haul COVID centers are telling people to take glutathione. And I know I have physician friends who lost sense of smell, got it back much faster taking glutathione. We now know things like vitamin D. Many people in the Northeast climate, for example, have very, very low vitamin D levels, and they tend to have more problems with long-haul COVID, and more people with low vitamin D ended up on ventilators or having problems. That's why, for example, uh, people in Africa who are thin and have very high vitamin D levels are not dying, and people in the United States, for example, who have lower vitamin D levels and who are overweight, they are having more problems with long-haul COVID and even the death rate. We now know that when you have an elevated BMI, the death rate is 78%. So that was one of the things that motivated me uh, and some of my friends to start doing intermittent fasting to try to lose weight. Doc- even Elon Musk in- uh, tweeted about it, that he lost 20 pounds doing it too, only eating between noon and 8 
Dr. Michalos, thank you so much. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.